You're listening to Ruckus Avenue Radio. Available now on Dash Radio. The following program may contain verbiage and views that will offend some listeners. You see, Andrew Fresh Kills Kilgore is a grumpy old man. And me, I don't give a fuck. What's going on, everybody? It's Lincoln Bio of the Lincoln Bio Show. You're kicked off. I've been fired. Bio. We're here on the Dash Radio Network and more importantly on Ruckus Avenue Radio. You done know, as they say. Right. Lincoln's trying to go solo, everybody, so we can't let him, can't let him leave. We have to. Um, I have to ask you, have you gotten your check from Raul yet? Have you gotten your royalty? Yeah, corporate's publishing? been a little bit late um, on sending. Yeah, sending out our our. Uh, From our what I understand, there was yeah. a signing bonus. Yeah, and um, I've already like kind of bought something on my credit card. I bought a mm. boat. I don't. I don't have a anywhere to put it. It's just in my backyard. I'm something. sure they'll cover it. I'm sure they'll cover it. I mean, boat is definitely you know within the parameters of you know podcast expenses. I would argue, you know. Yeah. Uh, you know. Yeah. Exactly. We'll, 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 you know, we'll send it up the, we'll send it up the flagpole and see. Is Raul an aquatically inclined man? Like I've seen like, the man wear a pair of aviators. He wore the shit out of a pair of aviators one time. He would, he would definitely. That's not a cool. Well, on a that's boat. Air, that's aerial. No, no, no. But I can see him. I'm saying I could see him on a boat, you know, with a cocktail in his hand, with a with a you know, Ruckus Raul's- Avenue radio shirt. We have merch, by the way. Ruckus Avenue has merch. Please buy some of that. Because yeah. obviously that makes us money, tons of money. Yeah. So no, up the royalty. Raul to me is, <laughs> he's he's kind of like the coronavirus. I haven't actually seen it, so I'm not sure it's real. Come on, I think I'm not I, so sure it's real. He wants to have a sit down with all of us, and I kind of I'm I'm resisting it because I feel like I feel like it's better that you don't know who he is. I feel like it's better if he's sort of like the Wizard of Oz. Yeah. You know, like we don't want to see behind the curtain. You know, it, we don't want to see it, the. Where does he, he live? Pulls. He doesn't live in Toronto. Obviously, he lives in the states. I don't want to say. I'm not going to tell you. I okay. think I'm going to but keep it. The point is, is you can at least t- you can at least confirm that he cannot <laughs> buy me lunch, right? He could he, he could, could buy you lunch in person? Yeah. Maybe. I could try to have that arranged. He'll fly in from Dubai. He's, is he really in Dubai? <laughs> okay, no, but just like don't bullshit me. Like he can't cuz I just want to let you know, Raul, like I'm going to no, hey man, I'm, gonna keep I'm down to I'm down to meet up, but if I'm not paying for lunch, and I, and I don't do business unless I'm fed. No, you see, this so is you see, like you that see, you scene. See the, I do, but here's this is like that scene from from uh, Usual Suspects where like you want to meet Kobayashi and like I don't want to introduce you to Kobayashi because that's like my link. You know what I mean? And I don't want you to circle. Or it's plug. like the scene from Blow where like I don't want to if I if I give you my connection, then you'll go solo and you'll cut me out. And then it'll have be you ever like that okay? Have you ever experienced that, that in real life? Like, have you ever have you ever had to keep two groups distant from each other, just because it's just things are clearer that way? Or have you schemed? I'm just assuming you don't scheme, but you know. No, I've been blindsided by schemes, but I will say the funny thing about the Canadian underground rap uh, world is that you know there's so few contacts anyway. There's so few promoters and so few you know actual avenues 
to kind of get up and over and things. And so I've definitely, you know, butted heads with members of my own crew where it's like, I didn't know that they were, you know, I was trying to book a tour out West at the same time they were. And they, you know, we were taking dates from each other, but we didn't know. Um, but that's just because, you know, the thing is, you know, the rap game in general, but music in general, the industry is smaller than everybody thinks, you know, I mean, I know. I think I've ever been under bubbles, but I mean, you wouldn't necessarily know it. You know what I mean? Like, you know, in, in this, especially in music, but also in entertainment things, you just don't get the callback. If you lose the gig, you never know that you lose, you don't ever get told that you lost the gig. You just don't get the callback. You know, the curse, you know, is what it is. Right. What are you going to do? Yeah, I mean, I, you know, you, you're, you're, you were doing corporate. I mean, you, you got to be battling for some of those, for some of those contracts. Well, the thing, other- the thing is, is when I get hit up for a corporate gig, there's usually a tone to the, it depends on the client too. There's a tone to the ask where I can tell if it's like, are you available? Cool. Let's go. Or if it's like, okay, you know, da, da, da. the interesting thing is they, they often do not ask me for a press kit or anything. I don't know what they're giving people. It's, um, but it's, uh, it's you're the last person they call. That's, that's what it is. Yeah, you're the bottom yeah. of the barrel, Lincoln. Exactly. That's what happens. So they know they're calling you every time you pick up the phone. It's like you know you're getting the gig because they've already called eight other people that are better hey, than you. That they, that, I'll tell you that what. If quoted them too high. If the club's open today, I'd have three residencies, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, all dope spots. And who, how many man? Landscaper Lincoln bio. Landscaper Lincoln? I like that. You should start tagging that. I'm taking a picture of my dog right now. My dog is so passed out with me. Oh, man. That's good times. That's good times. I've been up at the cottage. I've been getting pretty grizzly. I'm glad we're not doing video on this thing because I I actually shaved for the show, but I'm pretty grizzly head to toe. My toe hair is getting real, uh, getting long. And so, you know, it's it's an audio show though. So you you have to imagine. Toe hair gets groomed? No. No. I trim my pits though. I do that. People think I'm crazy. Yeah. People think I'm crazy, but you know, being on the road like ten years of my life, it was like I didn't know I couldn't always count on having a shower. So it's like I had to do all these, you know, I'd have to like bathe in a in a sink at a gas station or something. Oh, like I had that. a so corporate these, event, like, bro. You know, speaking of corporate events, and sorry for interrupting you, I've already done that a few times. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had a corporate gig, and I was wearing a very tight uh, dress shirt, sleeveless dress shirt. Tell me everything. And I realized I forgot to wear deodorant. <laughs> and I got in my car and I drove down commissioners to fucking from the docks, AKA whatever, Polson Pier, to the Shoppers Drug Mart, and actually near my house now. I wasn't living there at, at the time. And I was driving like 120 kilometers an hour. It was so fucking, it was so fucked up. And I just lathered <laughs> that shit. So I learned from that you got to keep deodorant in your uh, performance pack. You got to get, yeah, perfume, that, you know. I'm you know not a stinky ba- guy. Oh. You know those bathrooms that have the attendants where it's like the attendants have like an array of, you know, they have, they have gum and they have banaca and they have you feel bad perfumes and deodorants. Do you feel bad for them? I don't, I don't know. I don't think I feel bad for them per se. I mean, everyone's got everyone's to work. Everyone's, you know, everyone's got a boss most of the time. Almost everyone. We have a good guest today. I brought a guest today. You brought a guest. I brought a guest. Female I'm a, guest. I'm proud of you. I'm excited about it. I don't really know her, but I... I know her. It's really funny. You brought the guest, but I actually know her quite well. I'm excited to have her, too. Hmm. Yeah, Ryan, let's we're... bring her... Okay, yeah, to interrupt me again, you <laughs> dick. Um, 
Okay, yeah, I want to bring in our guest, who I brought the guest this time, as I mentioned, and uh, <laughs> she's dope. I know that, but I have to admit, I don't know you, Lex Leosis. We do not know each other, really. Andrew knows you really well, apparently. Don't you? Andrew? Well, I'm a fanboy. I'm a huge fan. I know you're dope as fuck. I know your music's dope. That's how I ever spoke to you through. Have you spun show. some Lexiosis records? Yeah, yeah. I made a DJ out? intro for her record thinking she didn't have one. She's like, oh, no, no, I have those. Yes. And I'm like, oh, fuck, fuck. Yes. What's going on? What up? That was the best intro ever. <laughs> yeah, trust me. Lexiosis. Little... Yeah, I'm so honored to be here. I'm actually a big fan of the show. I've been listening to all the episodes. Oh, Buxom, Toolman. Oh. I've been on it. Wow. wow, that's the first confirmed <laughs> list, ladies and gentlemen. We have, I mean, I think there are some, but they're not telling me. The proof's in wow. the pudding. Cor- you hear that, corporate? Yeah. I want our royalty checks I'm in the mail. <laughs> yeah, we were. DJ Mel Boogie, uh, I haven't listened to that one yet, but I'm very excited oh, about that. Oh, that was dope. Oh, man, yeah. I was nervous to have her on the show because she's such an OG and like, damn. Yeah, I'm a fan she's of hers too. She's like a legend. She's so intimidating. She, she is a legend for real. She knows so much more than either either Lincoln and I know. And so it's like, <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> you want to lead? Oh, man. I see you're drinking. By the way, everyone's, you see, this is this is an audio. We're not doing video on the podcast, but yeah. I, I love that you're drinking, by the way. So drinks up. I'm drinking too. Yeah. Wow. That's the podcast. There like, you go. A little, mod- oh, Modelo. Here we go. Hello? Go. Yeah. I get increasingly more insensitive as the drinks are consumed and the podcast goes on, but we'll see. <laughs> Let's get real. We got a good starting zone then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How's your how's your COVID been? Are you uh It's been you, it's been interesting. Been yeah, I've been like kind of hustling pretty hard with the the workshops and uh, mm. I I've been doing some like cooking for some community stuff, so I've been been in it pretty hard. Cooking like, like mm. cooking like cooking in the kitchen like whipping up some yeah, we've been up straight meals. Is there a Lexiosis cooking show? Because there is, dude. Get it's coming. I'm six episodes deep, but I'm gonna no. release them all at the, the same time. Well, oh, we man, have to do a crossover watch. show. That would be it's amazing. <laughs> I would love for oh, yeah. you guys to be drunk in my kitchen cooking. That would be hilarious. oh, and I don't know what the Holy. fuck I'm doing. <laughs> Holy. Yeah, but it's been cool. Um, I've I've also been writing a cookbook in the process. So what? yeah, it's been like wow. a a thing that I didn't really like know that I wanted to do, but I love cooking and I grew up cooking because my my pop owns a restaurant. Um, so I, yeah, I was in the kitchen all the time, and sometimes I put it on Instagram, and then people started asking. They're like, "Yo, what's the recipe? What's the recipe?" Yeah. And finally, enough people were like, "Yo, do a cookbook or a cook show." So I've been going on Instagram Live on my own page right now, just doing like showing people what's up. But I have like the official show coming. Is that uh, is that is your dad's side? Is that the Greek side of your family? Yeah, it is. So it's a Greek food, which is one of my dear loves. It's delicious. Well, it's Greek American food. It was actually um, when my grandpa opened it up uh it was to serve the workers on the bridge it's just uh west of hamilton so it's mm. like literally like a little shack but there's like six people that like get into it and make the food yes. so it's, it's fun i used to live on the danforth and uh greek food was like i just love i'd I love going in there and just ordering all the appetizers and some wine and just oh it's that's how you do it oh my god you know oh, and the uzo, the you gotta get the uzo you gotta get the uzo Yo, that's one of my favorite joints off your record, by the way. But you, no, the, it's all about the flaming cheese when they set the cheese on fire. And it, <laughs> 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 oh, 
that's my shit. You know, it's lit. Once once everybody says Opa, it's lit. Like yes. the whole night Yo, is going off. Yes. Greece is wild. Greece is like a, a lawless place in some ways. Like these people do not want the government around. Cyprus is wild. I learned that. They are like, get the fuck. Yo, I don't know if. Go, go. No, I was just saying Greek people like hate being told what to do. It's Yo, in, in Greece, okay, you probably know this, Lex, already, but uh, uh, kills you might not. They intentionally keep rebar at the top of their house. Like they make it look like they're building another addition because if you are in under construction, you don't have to pay some tax or something. So you, you drive around in some places and all these people have like rebar sticking at the top of the fucking house. That's that's crazy. It's so true. It's so <laughs> that's true. So crazy. Every yeah, the, the, we're just we're just a little gutty, like all of us, just like a little bit, you know. It's Try like, getting a cab in one of the islands. <laughs> Holy fuck! <laughs> I won't tell the full story, but me and my wife had an uh, interesting night. Mm. Beautiful, beautiful place. My parents came back from Cyprus one time, and they were telling me about the the. They killed a goat at the beginning of the like the where they were staying. They would kill a goat at the beginning of the day, and they would cook it all day. And they would just drink wine and dance all day. day. And then they would feast at the end of the day. And I was like, can we do this every day? Can they they do this every day? That's incredible. Family functions are like, family functions are like crazy. It's just like everyone's cooking, everyone's drinking, everyone's dancing, like for the entire day. It's not like, it's not like a six till like midnight type situation. It's like the, like people show up at 1030 AM and then, and then it's all the way to like four or five. Eating and drinking till four. And people make their own booze. What's that booze that you guys make? The Uzo. That's, well, Uzo. That's, oh, that's Uzo. That's what that is. Yeah. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. One of our Airbnbs, is, she welcomed us with this like fucking 80 proof. Like, or no, sorry. Like, <laughs> and you like set it on fire. Proof. You set it on fire. Opa. Oh, my, oh geez. I'm so, I'm so lost because we <laughs> clearly are deli- talking about It's that. delicious. But if you don't like licorice or anise, you're, you're out. Mm. Is that, are you doing, is it, are you cooking a lot of Greek dishes on your show? Um, yeah, I'm going to try, but I'm, I'm actually, I eat plant-based, so mm. it's really hard to like, make Greek food plant-based and still good. I'm not like a big yeah. fan of like imitating things with vegan food. Like I don't right. like like tofu cheese and like, I just scares me. Like, why do you want to eat that? Cashew but, cheese is weird. Yeah. 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 So I just try and like make things that are like vegetable forward, but like they're good, but they're so not the cooking show. The show is a vegetarian or vegan cooking show. There's no meat on the show. There won't be any meat. There'll probably be a few. I will do some Greek episodes because my family loves cooking. Um, and, and I have all the secret yaya recipes that the world needs to know. <laughs> yeah. So definitely probably some cheese and stuff. But yeah, I try and stay away from meat in general. It just like, I don't have any judgment thing, but it just doesn't really work with my body. So I just do Word. Well, I'm just you. trying to pick mine and Kills is, uh, dish that we're gonna make oh, yeah. well, if we're gonna my be mom, on the show my mom famously made us used to make us cleftico and there's a record my mom would put on bazooki music at the at, at the cabin mm-hmm. while she cooked and so i kind of grew up on bazooki music a little bit and there's this one record that she has and i just love that and i remember getting old enough to like be able to sample it and flip it let's go Being like yo and then because then you know when you flip that stuff it's like part of your childhood it's like there's this extra layer of nostalgia to the whole thing um but that's funny too. Actually, one of the only, probably one of the best royalty checks I ever got. I did, I did music for uh, a show on the Cooking Network called uh, for Chef Abroad, and it was a Greek show. Yes. And 
and that show's dope too. Are you are you into? Because I don't I don't get the Food Network. Are you into food shows? Because oh, I'm disgust. I'm obsessed. Yeah. it's disgusting. I gotta do it. I know it's. I know I'm like. I feel like it's an abyss that I'm standing on the edge of. You know, like if I start doing I don't, the cooking show thing, I'll never come back. You don't. I don't. I don't watch food shows. I eat food. I, That's it. I don't. I don't watch it. I don't even. I hate. I don't really like cooking. the grocery store. I fuck. Oh, I hate. I was there today. It's the worst. I like shopping in the markets. Like I like like spending Mm. my time. I do it once. Like Sundays are like a thing in my house. We like we're not like religious, but everybody just decides to take Sunday off, and we do like one day off a week. And Sundays we go to the market and we pick the vegetables and the fruit. And like never, we only cook what's available. You know, try try be as local as possible. And we just I live in Parkdale, so we just shop at all the the spots. Mm. You know, Parkdale urban foraging episode. (laughs) All locally sourced, <laughs> locally grown Parkdale, Parkdale. foraging. <laughs> that is sick. I'm not even asking. I'm telling. Blunts and rosemary, basically. Yes, oh my god! Go. Broken shards of glass. <laughs> you know, it's like no. pieces of couch, couch no. piece. Yeah. Like no, couch but for real, but for real, the Tibetan people have the sickest vegetable selection. Like it's, it's like insane. Yeah, the Asian vegetable market over by me is crazy too. It's crazy, like, and I you literally spend twenty bucks and you, more than you can carry for twenty bucks. Yeah, and it's, and it's just yeah. like they they just source what's available during the season, right? So it obviously is not grown in part. Have you cracked the code on eggplant cooking? Because I've had eggplant dishes that are just like melt melt in your mouth, unbelievable. And I still I still don't know how to cook eggplant. I can't. Do you know it what yet, it but. is? You know what it is? olive oil like you cannot it's like I, that's such a greek <laughs> thing to say but like olive oil is like the you need it with eggplant and you need to like roast it or like barbecue eggplant mm. is pretty tight too Did eggplant it, can be really gross and disgusting though too <laughs> that's true no because it gets mushy but i was gonna say i feel like i feel like olive oil is like this this cheat code because like people in greece live really long and there i read some article years ago about how Somebody was trying to break this. Like, how are Greek people who they all smoke, they drink wine, they don't work out, they're just they they eat like crazy. How are they living so long? And somebody was, you know, there was this article about how, you know, olive oil is like the the, the cheat code to eternal life. It's <laughs> Facts. like, Facts. <laughs> like you know, if you drink a thimble of it a day, you're like, you know, you live, you live, you know, you exactly. They just what put about, on everything. Uh, what about Tim Hortons? Uh, breakfast sandwiches like it, it, relative to health because i'm pretty sure i got, I got those going on that thing pickling <laughs> your liver i'm pretty sure i'm pretty sure that's what how about some vitamin d in, how about some vitamin d in your life you troll you stay <laughs> home all day okay Yo, one of the basic vitamins you no. don't even know what it's like you went to the cottage you sat under a tree no. the whole time i saw y'all it, can't I saw see it, it but I know. I I tanned up. My my chest is all itchy today. I got I got tons of sun this week. I'm feeling pretty that's good. Psoriasis, that's not that's not fucking a sunburn. <laughs> no, it's not a sunburn. <laughs> Saber made fun of me the other day because I said, "Yo, this isn't." She's like, "You need color," and I was like, "This is color." And she <laughs> <laughs> shout out to Saber. You should have said oh, you don't man. see color, and then boom. Oh, no, we don't do that. Boom. We don't. No. Oh, Ryan. What? Oh, goodness. Don't. No. 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 Um. No, you're color. Look, you're colorblind. You literally don't see color. Oh my god! You just see. No, I have a translucent boy chest, so it's like when you can see when you can, you know. I do that thing. It's not translucent anymore. It's good. You got (laughs) it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What if someone says I don't see color, 
And they just mean that when they're coloring like a, an outdoor thing and there's the sea, they just don't color that part. Okay, never mind. No. Anyway, go ahead. Go no. ahead. No. Um, but can we talk? I want to just because I don't want to. We've done this before, right? Where we have a guest on and we, we and talk it, we about start everything. We start talking about eggplant. We start we talking talk about, about eggplant. That's my fault. It, it happens every time. Eggplant gets brought up <laughs> and the show is hijacked. And we don't. No, but we get. We don't talk. We don't. We end up not talking about like what you know Lex's art or what's going on and I'm just right. and then I'm like at the end of the show I'm like yo tell me about your, tell me about your single tell me about your okay. album tell me about your, tell me about your, <laughs> I, I, I'll, I'll give my perspective and it's, it's too from much fun. The, it's from the what Instagram and the internet has showed me so it's a good perspective right oh, it's okay, just like sure. it's very unbiased so optics there's optics, this Leo, cipher Lex. there's this all female cipher I see okay. back in the day that's super dope and gets a bunch of buzz and it seems to come out of nowhere, but it's super hot. Then there's a pause. I, I don't see much. And then you're, you've like come alive on social and with your music. This is like big push for about a year, I'd say. Is that correct? The sorority. No, post-sorority, Lex, on your solo shit. I've seen, oh, yeah, yeah. especially recently, it's been like you had a, a sort of like a rebranding in a sense. Your social the fo- photos started popping off and, and the music, <laughs> you know, to fall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, about a year. Um, yeah, it's been crazy. It's been like pretty wild. It, it did happen very, that cypher did happen very randomly. And like what uh, like ensued was insane for all of us. Um, and then like post sorority, I guess, yeah, rebrand is a good, is a good call. Like I've been rapping for a decade and I, I grew up rapping outside of Toronto, like, like outside of Canada, really. Um, yeah. So mm-hmm. like, a lot of people from Toronto didn't like know me, but it was funny because when everybody like post sorority, everybody was like Lex's first album. And I was like, okay, I've done six projects, but we'll just pretend it's the first. Sounds yeah. good. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll let you, we'll let y'all be impressed with my first, my first artistic effort, which is like right. way ahead of the game. We'll yeah. pretend all those other bad ones didn't exist. I don't know. I don't want, I don't know if it, I don't like, I would say bad, but I would it say would, this is the that the mythologies record that you dropped is crazy. And one, you know, one thing that, you know, tends to happen with groups is, you know, the groups get a bunch of shine. And then, you know, I w- obviously I was sad to see you guys kind of break up. But mo- one of the reasons why I was, you know, sort of sad about it was that I was like, oh, you know, like, because sometimes members of the group fall off and people don't keep up the momentum. Mm-hmm. But each of you guys, um, Havaya, um, uh, Keisha, um, you know, we are trippy uh, with, with, with Phoenix and with your solo yeah. stuff. Each of you guys have, have, have just come out swinging with these great projects and you've, you've, a, you've been able to, to you know, maintain the, the momentum of everything, which is, which is so great. And uh, obviously, you know, Mythologies is like such a statement for you. Um, and it was like, you were saying too, it was like your, the first record that you really had kind of control of from the beginning to the end, right? Mm-hmm. So that's a new thing. That was a new thing for you, I guess. Yeah, I think the sorority was good for all of us in, in very different ways. Like we were talking about it kind of as we were wrapping the sorority up, we were talking about like the ways that we've all kind of grown. And for some people it was like developing a lot better live show. And for some people it was developing lyricism. And for some people it was developing flow. And like one of the things that I could attribute to my growth from the sorority is definitely um, doing a record start to finish because when we were making the album, we were all such different artists and like, we didn't really know each other that well. So like we had to just sit in the studio and start from like square one because we didn't know like what beats this person likes or like where they're most comfortable and where they're Mm. most like not at all. And like Phoenix and Havaya both sing. So we were like, 
are they going to sing? Are they going to not? Do they like singing? You know, it was all these kind mm. of things. So we had to like really start from scratch on each record. And now that that project's done, I, it kind of just opened up this idea for me that like, I don't have to, like, for example, the other day I was rapping over a metronome. I had this concept and I was like, you know what? I'm going to just pick the BPM. I'm going to rap over a metronome and like have some idea for like a melody or whatever. And then I'll send it to a producer um, or like a couple of my friends who play instruments. And then all of a sudden, yeah. like we're building a record around the lyrics instead of like rapping over a beat, like the opposite way. And that's just been such a cool experience for me. Oh, and cool. I did that a lot with mythologies, like half my album with Andre Paxton in L.A., like we developed, we did it that way. I was gonna say the 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 Uzo record he produced, right? Yeah, yeah. I was I was interested because I I was trying to pick because I, I know Rain um <clears throat> I know Grim uh, and Rainer Rainer a little bit and I thought that Uzo was produced by them because I had that guitar sound. I was like, oh, that's Rainer all day. Yeah, yeah. And then it was this Cat Andre. I was like, oh, that's cool. It's funny that you say that too because you know how like you know like an amazing beat like a really really dope beat will make you want to write. Mm-hmm. The opposite is also true. Like when when I get an acapella, that pushes me as a producer to make something crazy in the opposite way. But it just, it, it's funny because we don't always think about it kind of working out that way. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've remixed a ton of records that, you know, and sometimes the beats that come out of that are, are better. And they're more like, you know, it's, there's more of a synergy. Because I, th- I think part of that too is like producers end up like sending beats out and then you write to it. And you can kind of hear that process in the beat as opposed to, you know, if you're in it, building it together there's a more cohesiveness to it. And I can hear that on your, I can hear that on mythologies. Oh, thank you. Yeah. It's cool to hear that from your perspective, Fresh. Cause it's like, I didn't know that like DJs and producers like to work like that. You know, Lincoln, do you do the same thing? Do you like, which way do you like working best? Well, I've only made one original record. It's actually you shot a video for it last week coming out. You've done a lot of remixes though. With the Raptors DJ. Yeah, so I'm working with a I I guess it is the acapella in a way that is my starting point. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I I get the vocal and um you know, but it's 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 yeah, it it's 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 sort of like the game that I'm playing is how can I reimagine a song and it's a song that needs to be reimagined, that, that there's a need for that. Mm-hmm. If the original slaps so hard, the beat's good, the vocals are good. Like, uh, uh, this is a, a really bad example. I'm sorry, but uh, what's that Ying Yang twin song? The Skeet Skeet one. <laughs> oh, good <laughs> Lord. Get low. Yeah, yeah. It's a club record, right? It doesn't need a remix. It doesn't really. You know, it just it goes <laughs> off. It's whatever. And like a lot of Drake shit. Actually, it's crazy. Drake is like remix proof. In two ways. One, there's no official acapellas that go out ever. Mm, that's true. Just, they're all rips. Yeah. And two, RX just, his shit's just so fire. You know, like some guys like Thugly and shit do a really good job actually of flipping some stuff and like making it cool. But it's never for the club. It's always a swaggy record. It's never like a club mm. thing. So. Yeah. But shout out to Thugly. Those guys are... Yeah, like because that, that's... I, yeah, I guess this change in perspective from an MC because like I grew up getting nice in, in the ciphers, right? So, like, we would, like, Bars. go out and be outside the club or the competition or whatever it is, just ciphering, like, all day. And it was kind of like, you know, like, eat or be eaten type shit. And mm. so, like, it, whoever was, like, the DJ or, like, a beatboxer or whoever it was, was like, yo, don't fuck up my shit. You know, like, that was kind <laughs> of like, 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 if you're going to rap on my shit, like, it better be nice because, like, I'm nice and I'm presenting you this, so don't fuck yeah. it up. So, yeah. like, so for me, I, I always, and I think that was 
kind of the origins of hip hop too. It was like the DJ or the producer's forefront and the MC is adding on to the breaks, right? So like mm. for me, it was always like, yo, like I don't, why would he work around my, why would she work around my acapella, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's crazy. I loved, I was going to say too, because like I know you for like just bars, you know what I mean? And I feel like everyone kind of, especially with, with that, with the backpack, backpacker cipher, um, that's sort of what you got known for. And it, and it's, and it's wild to see, you know, some of the, you know, and on mythologies, cause you're singing a lot of records like that. You know, mm-hmm. the Atropole record is one of my favorites on the record too. Oh, thank you. And some of the records where you're singing are, are some of my favorites. And so to see that, um, also too, and we need to talk about pull up, which is the new single because <laughs> you, and the crew on some grown and sexy shit and like <laughs> and like to come because you were talking about some of your early records like you want to talk about like the, like tomboy like coming from tomboy yeah. you know and to see you working through everything not just your musical identity but your personal identity and do it in such an open way has been really inspiring and here you are on pull up just like you looking like a million bucks out there <laughs> and i'm just like i remember oh man i was watching i was like i was watching the video like yeah, like I was like, I was like texting. I was like, "Yo, you see this guy? Don't kill me!" <laughs> yeah, man. So it's pretty wild. You to really see, pulled you know? that off. It didn't sound creepy at all with the compliments, kill. So you're killing it right now. I know sort of, that was such Lex, a good line. That was like, <laughs> oh come on, and 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 you know, like you're not uh, this Lex. He has not had this much background in any. Like d- distinct <laughs> song and this song and this song and this part and this part. I think no, we have a super fan. You're a super fan. We, yeah, we go, cool. we go, me and Fresh Kills go deep. We've been, I think I've been a, fran- a fan of Fresh Kills for like longer than you probably know my name. <laughs> but I'm probably a bigger fan of yours now than you may be of mine. <laughs> Are you kidding me? You're sitting <laughs> at the Unity concert like geeking out yo, in the crowd for yourself. Oh. Yo, can we, I want to tell that story. Can you tell, shit, I want to tell that story. You tell that story. Oh, so I did the Unity, uh, I, I, I do a bunch of work at Unity, which is an amazing charity organization that does youth programming, um, using hip hop to teach kids, um, you know, not just skills, but resiliency and, and mental health and things. And I've been really, really happy to work there and they had a fundraiser. And it was really funny because that fundraiser, you know, one, since I joined the company, people were kind of, some people knew who I was, some people didn't. And it was sort of this like, why is he headlining? There is a bit of this, why is he headlining? Not, not, not anybody thought that. Well, no, no, no. And it wasn't shade. It was just people didn't know me. People mm-hmm. didn't know who I was or what I did. And so, and you guys showed up and I, cause I was, I was like, I'm pacing the whole time. I was like, I'm going to, I can't wait to destroy this crowd. And then you guys showed up, you and Keisha showed up and I was like, Oh, here we go. This is the, <laughs> here's the showstopper. If you guys want to join me on stage, we're going to, this place is going to just, we're just going to melt the whole building. And I didn't know what you guys were saying. I came up to you guys and I was like, I hope you guys are here long enough to come up with me on stage. And then you guys, and you agreed, which was very gracious of you. Um, and then it was crazy. It was one of those shows. It was one of those shows. Well, bringing you up, like it was so funny because bringing you up, I couldn't have had, that was such a proud moment for me, for you guys to rap with me like that. And, and you guys, you and Keisha just, I mean, your performance is obviously off the chain, but. No, it's funny show. too, because like, we're both such big fans of you. And Keisha was the one, me and Keisha were going through like, not like 
between me and her, but just both of us individually were going through tough times in our life. And so she's like, yo, we need to pull up to this unity thing. Like fresh kills is headlining. Like we really need to go. And she like called me and I was like, ah, like, yeah, I want to go. But she's like, you're coming. And I was like, okay. So we came and then we saw you there and, I just remember you being like, okay, well, like, I don't know, like, what I'm going to play. Like, what do you guys want to play? I was nervous. Like, yo, play whatever. And you're just like, whatever? Like, no, seriously. Like, if you play a beat, like, I will rap to it. Just play whatever you want. (laughs) That's so nerve wracking, though, because you guys are just, you guys are the freaking sorority. I'm like, I'm like, I can't just play anything. This and I'm like, this ah. is going to be us picking each other up. I'm sorry. Lincoln. Yeah, exactly. Sorry, Ryan. Sorry. That's what, what? it is. We're I, just... I, I zoned out. What happened? <laughs> like, still talking about it. We're just, we're cheerleading <laughs> at each other's games right now. Well, Lincoln, um, I you, did, you guys like, were telling, go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. sorry. I did a bunch of background on you. Like after we connected that, that first time. I'm an only child. Me like to talk about me. <laughs> Let's do it. No, you're super dope. And I like really respect your craft. And then it was kind of crazy to see you guys come to do a show together because that was around the time that I found out about Lincoln. And I was like, oh, this is ill. This is such a sick duo for this show. Oh, no. It was basically like COVID when depression meets insanity. You know, like (laughs) I'm going crazy. Kills is upset. And we're like, oh, we should probably start a show. You know? We should probably do it. Born I shouldn't put COVID, this on the like air, my, but like my future child, right? Ryan knew I would say yes. He's because I say yes to everything, so I'm, I shouldn't put that on the air. But I just uh, <laughs> say yes to everything. Yeah, like ten emails. Tomorrow. I'm like, yeah, sure. Uh, uh, talk to you in a couple weeks. Yeah, Yo, that's it, Ryan. Respect. Oh, I mean, no, you know, I've been uh, I've been keeping up with my remix game throughout the whole time now. That's the one thing that's been constant. There's been a couple creative things where I've definitely kind of lost. You know you know what I've lost, but it's probably for the better, is I've lost the ability to put time into things just that don't have like a future. Do you know what I mean? That uh-huh. don't, like they're only, they're strictly passion. Mm. Like I'm down to work on something that is going to have a, an end of the rainbow situation, but there's got to be something, you know what I mean? There's just got to be something there at the end. I, you know what I mean? Yeah. Just, R&D is getting uh, harder. I hear you. R&D. Yeah. R&D. And, Research you know, and development. Yeah, and our royalty checks, I mean, that we're getting eventually corporate. from Raul. They're from corporate. Corporate. Because you guys are both on, you know, like when you're, when you're like, when you get a certain level of on, you're just like, whatever, like I'm only going to create <laughs> for the check, you know, I was I'm gonna only s- going to create for the product and I'm just over here like, fuck it, I'll just travel over this loop that oh, I heard on Zelda. Make Zelda's. no mistake, yes. make yes. no mistake. Kills and I are both extremely still slanging gigs for money and reliant on that. I'm, <laughs> like, a, I'm a gutless mercenary. We cannot sit still, back. That's true. Neither of us. I can't <laughs> sit back. I, I, oh, man. And the club shit is a fucking grind. Like, it's fun. Oh, I like, know. You guys are hustlers. For dog, sure. I, I, had, I had a residency on Saturdays that was 4 a.m. every week. And I'd miss like one Saturday out of like every two months. And that's and now with a puppy and like a baby on the way, like oh that's gosh. gonna be. Oh my gosh! Wow, we're doing the gender reveal on Friday. Sure, <laughs> <laughs> yo, if I that's a lot. That is a lot. A full DJ gig and a baby and a puppy and a partner. The puppy's sleeping. <laughs> Actually, oh, where'd he go? American go. He's a golden retriever. You know what's funny? I heard <laughs> someone was talking about. The the there was like a tweet about which dog was the most racist. <laughs> and yeah, Golden and the retriever, retriever was one. number one. <laughs> I saw that. It's like oh, yeah. so nice. 
Oh man. But I don't know like how to, I told my roommate roommate that today and she's like a big animal lover and she was like so offended. She was like, golden retrievers are so precious and nice and they did nothing to deserve that rap. I mean, dogs are the better better than us in every shake, shake. possible way, shape, or form. There he is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yo, guys, guys, sorry. Um, this thing about dogs being racist. <laughs> you're not joking, right? I just I just want because I'm I'm gonna butt in with something and I don't I, if I if we're playing a game here, I don't want to look like a fucking <laughs> lunatic. This real this was a, this a real was a thing? tweet that we did not write. I just saw it. No, it's but when they said that, golden retrievers, how did how did that? Oh, they're just someone was joking when they picked golden retrievers, or like they, they're like. I think someone, it was joking. They like yeah, they were joking, but someone oh. like they were like voting on. They like asked like who's the most like uh, what breed is the most racist, and someone was like, it's definitely golden retrievers. <laughs> okay, okay. Oh man! But it's I don't. I just. It's like because it, because a golden retriever is like a milk toast choice of dog, maybe. But oh okay. But uh, no. I mean, yeah, dogs are racist. Wow, wow. So I don't. It's humans. Wow, it's wow. white people that are racist, not dogs. <laughs> I know the That's dogs right. are all innocent. It's twenty twenty. Leave the dogs out of this. <laughs> the dogs Shit. are fine. The dogs are fine. I don't have room for a dog, and my soul is empty because of it. Me too. We have a cat that like hates all other animals. Like literally, just will not do it. And the cat only doesn't hate you because you feed it. And for other, if you didn't for feed sure. it, the cat would totally disown it's you. Just, that's Onyx right there. Onyx. <laughs> nice. Shut yeah. him down, Onyx. Yeah. <laughs> Am I right? <laughs> Definitely. You know what, though? You know how we were talking about how like Lex was bigging me up and I was bigging her up? Yeah. It's a big up circle jerk. Go on. Yeah. Well, yeah. unfortunately, though, Lex, you see, I, you're, it looks like you're known for this because... I've seen an interview here that you said that your favorite local artist is Patrick and it's, his favorite local artist is you. It's, it's it seems like it's going around. <laughs> I spread, I spread love. Um, he's dope. He's dope. He's on the right. Patrick's- I spread COVID. Go ahead. Oh no. <laughs> no. no. Um, Patrick. It's like herpes. The same thing. It's like, I'm a carrier. I don't go ahead. How did we Jeez. get here? <laughs> um, we didn't. I. It's, it's just what. This is what I do. It's kills a bio show. He drinks beer and says, "Where should I go?" Lincoln took it. Yeah, Patrick and I actually have a really cool foundation because um, we went to the same university. We're in the same year, mm. and we got picked to be in the same frosh group. And we went to school at Bishop's University, which is like, like near the vermont border in quebec like it's like super like mm-hmm. just out there um, i used to try to get booked out there i could never get booked at bishops yeah or at, parties like, are lit because yeah. there's nothing else yeah. to do this is what i hear city kids in like Damn. a french town of 200 people you know yes <laughs> but a lot of people from toronto go there because uh they have a really good basketball team and a really good football team um but also the they have like a some cool programs and stuff. Um, so Patrick and I were in the same frosh group and we had to like go around in a circle and say like the one thing that was like cool about us or like, <laughs> or like secret about us. And both of you guys said bars. Yeah. Well, I was like, Oh, <laughs> well um, I'm a rapper. And then like the frosh leader was all like, do you have to be like drunk to rap or could you like show us right now? I was like, who needs uh. to be drunk to rap? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> so, like, so like, she's giving you an out. 
as I'm standing up, Patrick's like, you're not a rapper. Like just from across the circle. And I was like, Oh really? Oh, so, no. so then, so then I started, I like dropped a 16 and then he came back with a 16 and then like we became best friends and over the frosh thing, there were like points that you had to get. And so like, we were like the secret weapon for our team. Like when the judges <laughs> came around, they'd be like, okay, now you guys rap. <laughs> oh my God. So did we did like have, a, pro- a, it's a superhero team up. You do yeah, have a project dealer. Yeah, um, it, it's like, it was, it's old. It was on SoundCloud. Um, I think it still is on SoundCloud. Uh, it's under the commission, we were called. And, That's um, a cool name. Yeah. And so, yeah, we've been reference. like best friends for a decade. And we like, he, he could only freestyle and I could only write. And so like we taught each other the opposite things and like we used to, everybody would go party and we would like, we bought like a $60 snowball mic off of Amazon (laughs) and and, like wrapped in my dorm. And then we just, both of us became kind of like good together. So now we have a lot did you guys see like, the meme, uh, the 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 drunken freestyling in your ear meme that was going around the other oh day? God. Yeah. Oh man, we've all been there. Someone <laughs> rapping in your ear. I had a drunk? buddy of mine. Oh I had a God. buddy of mine that I took <laughs> out to some show, and Organic was there, and he knows he knows like who Organic is, and I'm involved in the King of the Dot and all that. Okay. And he TV, fucking yeah. he starts drunk freestyling. To organic, he's like, yo, I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck are you? I'm like, what is this guy doing? Oh my that god, that is organic. Bro. Stop. <laughs> he is the last person that wants to hear that. He's On also your Earth. boss. <laughs> well, you know, it's he's the team leader. So. You know, the only person that ever did that to me that actually kicked, like, blew my mind, and I gotta say, rest in peace, uh, Bender? was Bender. Yeah. Oh yeah. He. Oh that was yeah. Thing. Bender cornered me at a party in Ottawa after a show we did there and he was drunk out of his mind and he and was right by the bathroom. So I even I had to go to the bathroom. I had every reason to get out of there. And he rapped at me and I was just it was so good. He took me on a journey, man. I forgot that I had to urinate. I was like <laughs> Oh, you just pissed yourself. <laughs> I maybe I did. I don't remember, but rest in peace, Bender, man. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's but, like uh, I feel like it's mostly white people that do that. Like, I feel like it's mostly white people that like rap in your ear and like, like Mm. drunk white frat boys. That's like usually cocaine. Yeah, I've had all kinds. Let us let us remind. Let us uh, remember that cocaine is heavily involved in this. (laughs) Yeah, problem. I've had all kinds. I mean, you know, you know the guy that passes passes you his phone and you gotta listen to his track, but it's like a party and you can't hear anything, (laughs) and so you're like kind of pretending to nod your head because you can't really hear the song anyway and everything's so loud and he's like looking at you his pupils are dilating he's looking at you and he's kind of like yeah yeah and you're so you gotta kind of pretend there was a member of the toronto argos (laughs) a toronto argo Uh, player who was also a rapper and he'd go around and like bug you about playing his songs really yeah that just shows you the perils of the cfl and the canadian (laughs) hip hop music are both just like struggles Uh, (laughs) like you know it's just like two, two struggles when two struggles combined, Jesus. <laughs> you guys are hilarious. Oh my God. Yeah, comedy. We're a comedy podcast. Comedy. That's mostly me. Kills what's uh, What's next for you, Lex? What, what are you working on? Because, I mean, you're still riding high on, on pull up video. Yeah, I am. <laughs> <laughs> God, fuck that song. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm going to be releasing more music soon. I'm kind of like on this like can't stop, won't stop like train of releasing music now. Um, mm. just because I'm kind of at that point where I'm like making music every day and I don't, I just want to like, like 
release it my manager will just kill me for saying that but he's always like stop making these decisions about like when stuff is gonna come out it's a team unit and I was like okay uh, but yeah probably more music in like a month or so another single coming from me um, I'm actually top secret but I guess I'm gonna just <laughs> say it no one uh, listens to the show it's super top secret anyway yeah me and Keisha the- are working on something low-key right now Who, who's that Keisha and I, yeah, yeah. so yeah. yeah, I'm, I'm excited. Does she about- love me? I don't know. <laughs> you have to ask her. DMs. No, no, it was the Drake reference. Yeah, do you, do you love me? Oh yeah. <laughs> oh man. Like melody with it. I Thank missed you. it. <laughs> another project from me to another solo project and hopefully some shows. Cause I'd love to get back on stage. There's no shows. I can hope. Fresh. There shall be no shows. <laughs> There's no shows. That's not till stage twelve. No, stage twelve. We're at stage oh, three. Twenty twenty three. Oh. I'd like to hit a drive-in show though. I feel like that could be lit. I would go to a. I would go to a. Sh- I would go to a drive-in show. Yeah. Me too. I feel like it would be old school. Like I just need a date. You, you have a, a Dallas date. What are you talking about? My girl's, I know, but she can't, that's the thing. She can't cross the border. It sucks. Yeah, but you can go there. That's true. I did go there. Yeah, I did. No, go I know there. you did because I listened to the podcast. I'm telling you. <laughs> what will Kelly do to get laid? The things we do He'll for do love. I know things. all about Dallas, Texas. I actually, my ex-boyfriend was from um, uh, East Texas. Okay. Marshall. Texas is the shit. I love Texas. It's so on brand for Lincoln. Dallas isn't the spot, though. It's so, on, so on brand. Dallas is not the spot. It's not Austin. He's got a great Antonio. job, and there's good money there. Austin's the Austin is the spot. Austin. Come on, let's not. Austin's the spot. Austin's like this beautiful artist oasis in the middle of a. It's like a strange, liberal art you, oasis. Yeah, oasis in the desert of, you know, big oil. Of oil money, exactly. Yeah, yeah Austin, Austin's Austin's cool. It's like a little like like accepting hub of Texas. Like <laughs> it is. It's like it's a little oasis. I also just love Tex Mex food and breakfast. It's like Huevos Rancheros. For oh the win. man. For the win. For so the good. win. I got really big into chilies this past year because my, my girl's um stepdad, Gary, he's like he's a custodian of certain strains and I and um, if you, I don't know if you guys know Bombay, but um, New Year's Eve, I had a little thing at my house and my girl was here and we each ate, well, I didn't want to, but I was like challenging people, mm. but I didn't mean to do it. I was just kind of like, I dare you to eat this. If you eat one, I'll eat one. And I had no intention of doing it because I didn't think anybody would do it. And Bombay grabbed a pepper and just ate it. Oh. And so I had to eat it. And it was, it was the worst. It was the absolute <laughs> worst. It's on film. You just were like a hot ones, like Sean. Just like I was on my, I was on my knees. I wasn't crying, but I was on my knees in more pain than I'd ever been in my life. Oh my god! And I couldn't sleep, and it was really funny because like my girl was in town, and I really we we went. Eventually, everybody left and we went to bed, and I just curled into a ball. <laughs> she like, do not touch me. And my girl was just like, eventually, she was just like, just rolled over, like I'm gonna leave you alone. Like you're boring. Like you screwed, <laughs> you screwed up our night. Like he's like. Go to the hospital or pump your stomach. I don't care anymore. You did this to yourself. I'm over it. Was it a limited window? (laughs) Like she was in town kind of thing? It was a limited window. And you know, you know, when you see your girl or your guy, your girl, and you have a limited window to like get it in. 
That's a big, that's a big commitment to, to getting some, to be honest. The coronavirus I just embarrass myself. All to be patient. Oh my God. Dating and coronavirus. Like, no, I don't know how. There's no dating. No, there's no dating. <laughs> there's no, there's no dating. dating. Are you see, like, like it's been five months. I went on a date yesterday. It's been five months since I've been on a date. <sighs> oh, man, I, I don't know how y'all are doing it. No, you guys have partners. You're all lucky and shit. I mean, um, I'm, I'm, I, I'm on like, it's the Montagues and Capulets for me. That's <laughs> <laughs> like, we're not allowed to see each other. I got to steal. So my what are you going to do about that? You're going to move? She's going to move? Yeah, she's gonna move. She's gonna get a job in Peel Region or Brampton. I, I might become a B Town cat. I don't wow, know. Let's go. Ooh, stand up. I have to move to the Studio West. We'll see how it goes. I feel like Brampton's like it's, it's a cool place to live. I'm not I'm mad at. It. I mean, well, uh, everyone's really moving. Samosas. Right. So. Well, and you you rep Hamilton pretty hard. I mean, everyone's everyone's moving out there. Oh yeah, Hamilton. I rate too. Yeah, I like Hamilton. Uh, Hamilton gets a bad rep. I, I worked out there with, um, with I don't know, probably for six years with Hamilton Youth Poets. Seven years, maybe. Mm, mm-hmm. um, and, yeah, I like Hamilton. It's cool. And, like, the scene out there is is dope. You got, like, Lee Reed, um, oh, AK. Uh, yeah, you just have, like – Nilla. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah, exactly. Nilla, yeah. Like, there's tons of great MCs out there. And the shows, I find, are, like, way different than Toronto. They're, like um, – I mean, they show love, which is <laughs> Toronto. Can you? I, I'm not saying it's void <laughs> of that. Cap. Yeah, screw face. But yeah, no, that's. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is. It's a bit of a cheat code in a way, because like, if you catch, like, I went to go see Pearl Jam. My mom took me to see Pearl Jam when I was a kid, and she took me to the Hamilton show. And that's kind of a cheat code because the acts in the smaller towns they're a little bit looser. You know, like if you yeah. see you see a big act in, in at the Sky Dome. You know, it's one thing, but like, you know, like if you see, you know, I, I opened for, I saw Ice Cube in Barry one time and it was the craziest show I've ever seen. It was the craziest. It was oh, so fun. Going ham. And it was everyone was going nuts and it was a smaller venue. So it was wild. You know what I mean? Versus the small you know. town shit goes off. Like yeah. most, all my best Lexiosis shows have been on the East Coast, like in like small, like New Brunswick and like yeah. Halifax. and Nova Oh, yeah. Toronto, guys, Toronto's got great food and you know, ubers and shit but it sucks like let's just call it let's just call it like, you get an uber like a motherfucker out here but toronto sucks like you know i, I like i i was like born and raised here so like i just feel like i'm gonna i, I don't know if i'll stay here with the fucking rent prices but uh mm. i love i do love it here and i find that um the scene has that yeah that screw face capital shit but like we do ride for each other pretty hard more than we ever have, yeah. Yeah, more than I we agree. ever have. I guess you guys yeah. different. Drake. Different guys, so. More Drake. than we ever have. I had Drake. to leave. I had to get out there. Cause Drake's given us confidence that we never had because no one paid attention to us. Yeah. Uh, Canadians want America. America is daddy. We need daddy to, daddy, look at me, look at me, look at me. Never look, never look. Drake came out finally. And now we're cool. <laughs> you're, you're never had that problem with rock music, though. Never had the problem with rock music. Rock music is not grounded in local identity, you know? Like, you don't have to be from somewhere. Though some, you know, there's some southern rock or whatever, but 
it, so Canadian rock bands have thrived. Canadian pop stars, same thing. But hip hop, you needed to have a story, and Toronto didn't have a story that anyone gave a fuck about, uh, outside of a few one two uh, successes over the years. Yeah, Cardinal, Mishimi. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like there's like mm. great, great music. The music was never bad. Sometimes a little dated, maybe. We were stuck, you know, classified, said, still rapping like it's the 1990s, but that's how we like it all rugged and grimy. <laughs> yes. That's a good song. If you listen to his bars, he, he breaks down the Canadian experience. Classified well. bars. Some classified yeah. bars. Right? Hells yeah. I think yeah, we might be having too MC much fun here, here, I guess. Sure. But yeah, I guess the, the narrative in Toronto is definitely changing. Uh, I see the support, especially, honestly, especially against like women and non-binary MCs, like that the support a, there is such yeah. an amazing golden era of, of, of women in hip hop and, and R&B oh, and, and pop. And just, it's unbelievable. You don't, you don't say female rapper anymore. Like you just say rap rapper, you know yeah. what I mean? Like these tracks, like, and I, I see like, you guys are like indie scene connected. I'm, I'm not really. I, I'm club. I see everything like club. It's just my world. So in the club world, City Girls, Sweetie. Uh, yeah. I don't know if you guys heard of Flo Millie, who's oh, like yeah. a bad baby, but like type, yeah. you know? And those records come on and the, the Flo Millies and the bad babies are mostly for the female people in the audience. But the fucking City Girls shit, everybody's just, I mean, it's just, you know? Because it's that, it's that uh, taiga, that... Um, I don't know what you call those beats. It kind of sounds like uh, back that ass up type of shit. What's what's that genre? Bounce. 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 Yeah. Bounce. yeah. Yeah. It's a, and the club scene like usually dictates the mainstream, right? And in some capacity, like tell that to Sony Music, you fucking morons. <laughs> Yo, I think I think that Drake is not on any DJ pool. I think his songs don't go on the pool anymore, or at least they don't go out till thing. Uh, the new ones that just came out, Popstar and uh, whatever that awful. Greece, yeah. Greece, oh, awful. I know, and the uh, uh, They're not on <laughs> any of my pools, and I'm on the biggest ones. Yeah, that's weird. That's weird. So do you guys just, yeah. like, do you guys just jack them? YouTube rip, what am I supposed to do? Yeah, I guess, like, whoever. I guess- I guess they're not on them because they know y'all do that anyways. So Yo, man, that's so, that's so fucking trash. Like, don't, don't attack the DJ, guys. We're not out here causing no trouble. I know. You guys, are, you guys are putting people on. I always say that. DJs and dancers, they run the scene. If you can get the dancers and the DJs to like dance to your shit or play your shit. Like, That's yeah. it. I know, I know we don't have a lot of time, and I'll try to keep it short. I've kind of said this before, too. But what it, they're trying to do is they're trying to make DJing plays something you can count and you can monetize. They're trying to shift things to streaming-based stuff where, where – Every time you play the song, it goes, it gets charted because you played it. Rah, rah, rah. Just like, a, what's it, whatever they, I don't know yeah. how they chart radio ratings or whatever. Well, there are, there are publishing companies that'll chase club spins and, um, mm-hmm. it, but it is an interesting, it is, it's a whole, uh, it's a whole industry. And it's funny because you're, you're talking about, it's like, you're going to take that away from a lot of the publishing companies, but it does need to be done in a better way, right? Like, even so can, you know, they'll go to a college radio station and they'll go, they'll go, you know, they'll go two weeks. They'll only record two weeks of a quarter of spins and they'll extrapolate. They'll, they'll, they'll basically yeah, extrapolate everything that happens in a quarter from it's two, three weeks of, of plays, which is just not at all, you know, so a, a way to get mess. a good sense of it. 
And how are we all supposed to survive on that shit? You know, like that's, and that's the problem is like the, the Canadian industry doesn't have like a like system, like it, that works for us, like structure. Um, a market. So, yeah, small yeah. Market. I mean, it's not people. I feel like it's hard in the sense of like, you're just devaluing everything. I mean, even Spotify plays in the States, you know, you, you get paid nothing. You get paid for, you know, and every, I know everyone has a, everyone loves SoundCloud and there's like a whole, there's a whole generation of producers that came up and have a nostalgia about SoundCloud, but like, SoundCloud was like the final nail in the coffin for all the independent labels. And it's, it is tough though. And it's funny cause you're talking about shows. It's like shows was kind of, That's it. The, was like the last thing. And now there's no more shows and it's like people are scrambling. Um, but yeah, you know, it's a the, lot of money. Like I'm in a, yeah. like for the first time ever in my life last year, between my own shows and sorority shows, like I was like making so much money. Like I was like, yo, this is possible as an artist. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. Like I'm finally going to like do this shit. And then this year hit, which was different, but it just goes to show you like everybody, I said, I, especially in this city, like you want to pay your friends. Like you want to pay the engineer, mm. you want to pay the people that mix it and master it. You want to pay like the producers and like any instrumentalists that touch it. And like, nobody just wants the royalties because they're nothing, you yeah. know, like if it's, you don't go to a studio and like, let's all work on a song together and everybody touches it and nobody wants money. Yeah. That almost mm-hmm. never That's happens. fuckery. Yeah. So it's like, so it's like, for example, like if, if you have like the homie connections, like you could pay like between 500 and like $2,000 for one record, you know, yeah. like one song. So it's like, then you can't expect to make any of that money back. So you see a bunch of, especially in the city where there's no structure to receive that money back and without shows right now, like you can understand why like all the artists are struggling to like just do their art. Like mm. I, I look at the music, music industry like back when I was a single man, a girl who was too hot for me to date. And what I mean by that is it's not that I couldn't convince her to date. Maybe I could. But I would just be under too much stress, you know, you know, uh, uh, because <laughs> every time I go out, every time I go it. out, I'd feel like I had to get in a fight. So, so I, I keep my distance and I once in a while maybe message this person. And then what I do is music. I'll make a song and I'm out. You know what, I don't never you know want to put my eggs in that basket. Never, never. You, never. you know what the difference is? That's what yeah. love is for because... <laughs> Because love will, love will force you through all that garbage, <laughs> you know? Yeah, just to do it. And it's true. It's, you know? That's I, funny. I know it's funny how, like, when you – it's similar to dating. That's a good example. Is like when you show that other person, especially other artists in the city, that, like, you could just do it on your own and I'm out here and I'm hot and everybody's checking for me and blah, blah, blah. That's when everybody starts messaging you and it's like – it just wild, like the stupidest shit. Like I just got on a bunch of playlists for the first time on Spotify and now like all yeah. these people want to work with me and I'm just like, what, yeah. the fuck? what is that? Like, that Let's mean- go. I think a lot of people Let's just go. need to be, need to, need to just be willing to take bronze medals. Do you know what I mean? Like not everybody's got your talent, Lex. Do you know what I mean? Not everybody can be on like it. They're just going to be, but, but my music that it can be fun. So many people are trying to make this a career and it's awkward. Yeah. You're, br- you're going to get a bronze medal. You're <laughs> yeah. not a gold medalist person and that's right. okay. I'm a walking bronze medal. I am medium <laughs> high. I am seven point. I looked at my grades in when I was a kid in university, <laughs> high 70s, 77 at I'm, best. I'm a career my middleweight uni- myself. I am a yeah. medium high. I'm 5'11". Everything <laughs> about me, everything. 
and that's fine. I'm pretty good at shit. I'm okay. I'm a great whistler, though. I'm excellent at whistling. That's high, high. There we go. We, I'm gonna. I need to whistle something. on a record. Someone's gotta pay me to whistle. I'm Dude, telling you, I'm perfect pitch. It's fucked. Whistle song. That'd be I've never Bro. had a song and gone. This needs whistling. I've never ever thought that. <laughs> Yo, guys, I. Th- we're having fun, but I think we're we're getting. We got a rabbit. Getting oh, there, yeah. Man. I'm that guy. Well, all right, know. Lex. Tell everybody where they can get a hold of you and where they can see all the exciting things you're working on. I'm so excited to hear what you and Keisha are cooking up. Um, you, everyone, make sure you check out the single pull up. Um, where can they check okay. you out? Where where can they uh, where can they stay up on everything Lex Leos is moving forward? Yeah, I have everything on any social slash Lex Leosis, Leo like lion, sis like sister. Um, and yeah, you can just find me on literally any platform. You can check out Pull Up, which is my recent single, and Mythologies, the album. And of course, subscribe to this podcast because. Yo. Hey. <laughs> Yo. For the dogs, them, you know? <laughs> <laughs> That's the new intro. Yeah. I'm gonna go make a drink, y'all. Thanks for thanks for being with us on Ruckus Avenue Radio on the Dash Radio Network. Just join us. Join us next week for another exciting guest. Yet to be named. Peace! <laughs>